nestled close, her head against his shoulder. He was warm and strong, and she loved the feel of him. She loved him. Lord, it was good to be home. That trip to the airport today had been achingly difficult. She had watched her adopted daughter, Jane, fly away back to London, and she had no idea when she would see her again. He kept telling me that this little girl was different that he was sure that he'd be able to find out who she was and who had killed her if I'd just give him a face to work with. Who knows? Maybe he's right. In cold cases like this, the chances are always better if the officer in charge is enthusiastic and dedicated. Like you. Joe's lips brushed her forehead. Maybe he thinks he's found a soulmate. Oh, I'm dedicated. Enthusiastic? She wearily shook her head. Not now. I'm too tired. There have been too many children in my life who have been killed and thrown away. I'm not as enthusiastic as that young officer is. I'm only determined. And sad. Sad? Joe straightened and looked down at her. Yes, I'm definitely feeling the sad part. But it's not only about that skull in the box over there, is it? His hand gently cupped her cheek. Jane? I could have taken her to the airport. I thought you wanted to do it. I did want to do it. It may be the last time we see her for a while. She's off to new adventures and finding a life of her own. She tried to steady her voice. Just what we wanted for her. Look what happened when she came back from London to try to help me. She got shot and almost died. Now she's well and going on with her life. In her line of work, sometimes the evil came close to home. Most recently, Jane had been one of the targets. Those weeks with her daughter while she had been recuperating had been strained and yet poignantly sweet. Jane had come to them when she was ten years old, and she had been more best friend than daughter to Eve. But that hadn't changed the love that had bound them all these years. Now that Jane was out on her own and becoming a successful artist, it was terribly hard to adjust to the fact that most of the time she was thousands of miles away. It's exactly what she should be doing. What's here for her? Hell, I'm a workaholic and always involved with a reconstruction. You're a police detective who they tap to work cases that don't give you normal hours either. It was just... difficult to see her get on that plane. And you didn't let her see one bit of that pain, Joe said quietly. You smiled and sent her on her way. That's what every parent does. It always comes down to letting them go. And more difficult for you than for others. First you had to let go of Bonnie when she was killed. Now Jane is moving out of our lives. Not out. Just away. She made a face. And evidently I couldn't let go of Bonnie because I insisted on keeping her with me alive or dead. I was so stubborn that whoever is in charge of the hereafter let me have my little girl's spirit to visit me now and then. Though she had initially resisted that blessing. She had thought she was hallucinating, thought that grief had made her mind fly to any solace possible. She had only wanted to be with her Bonnie and was spiraling down to meet her when she had been stopped by the realization that the visits from Bonnie were no hallucination. 
She drew a deep breath and gave Joe a quick kiss. Which makes me luckier than a lot of people. I refuse to feel sorry for myself. I have you. I sometimes have Bonnie. I'll have Jane when she moves in and out of our lives. She nodded at the FedEx box across the room. And I have a chance to help the parents of that little girl find resolution. She got to her feet and took a sip before she put the cup down on the coffee table. So slap me if you see me go broody on you. She headed for the kitchen. How about lasagna for supper? There's something about the smell of baking garlic bread that lifts the spirits and makes everything seem all right. Besides outrageously tempting the taste buds, sounds good. Need help? Nah, you know my culinary expertise is non-existent. I'll do frozen. Eve. She glanced over her shoulder. He was frowning, and his gaze was narrow.